Hello, everybody, and thank you so much for joining me. I'm so grateful for your presence, and I do want to apologize. It's been a little while since I've last been here or uploaded a podcast for you guys, and uh, there's just been a lot going on with me personally, just getting over another concussion. It's my fourth one this year. This one was really intense, but it's been about two months since I've last uh, given you guys a podcast, and I'm sorry about that. There's just been a lot of stuff going on. I'm trying to work through all these head issues that I have. So please forgive me. But either way, I am feeling better right now uh, on the mend. And I am here today. So I have a very interesting podcast. And this one, whew, definitely they were not letting me go, letting, letting me let go of this podcast. It was definitely one that has been coming up for several months now. And today we get to talk about it, and that is hearing voices. Mm, this is a big one. So there are, let's get right into it. There are obviously voices of good, you know, which you know are good and are helping you go through the journey of the soul and help you navigating this realm. And that's those are voices that you pretty much know are trying to help you even in not good situations, you know, tough situations, you know, that the so whatever is communicating the voices that you could potentially hear, you know, in, whether or not they're good or not. And there's a story by uh, an author, uh, Linda Deer Dyer, D-E-I-R. I apologize. Um, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. She wrote a book called Guide It, and it's a beautiful story of this little girl, Linda, who was being abused. Now, obviously, that's not that's not a beautiful story, but during the her childhood being abused by her mother and her dad really not doing anything about it, her guides, her spiritual guides stepped forward and she could hear them and they helped her look at this perspective, look at this situation as a something that she has to deal with, you know, on a soul level that she has to heal while she was being abused. The guides would help her almost separate from her body and out of body experience. She would be getting hit by her mother and her soul would step out and she would view the situation from a soul's perspective and what she understood, what she started to realize with the help of her guides was that this was a situation that she needed to deal with, that she needed to experience on a soul level for whatever reason. And they helped her do that. And again, it's it's a tough story, but very important in understanding that Sometimes we have to deal with things that aren't necessarily pretty or easy, but we have to deal with them so that our souls can grow and go to where they are needed. But she heard these voices and she knew they were trying to help. And they did. And they kept telling her as a child, if you can make it through your childhood, you will be okay. And she, that is the message that she said stuck with her so much. And really helped her understand that, okay, I need to get through this time. Even though it wasn't easy, 
you know, on a physical level and an emotional one, she took a lot of there. There was a lot that needed to be there healed, I'll say. But the guides help her. The guides helped her. And she realized, obviously, these were good voices that she was hearing. Now, what I will say is that not all the voices that we hear are good and are and are trying to help us. However, what I will say is that sometimes it could be an entity or an energy around you, like a low vibrational entity down there who is trying to get to you. But most of the time, it is also your ego mind. That is because your ego mind knows it's a conscious thing and it is always trying self-preservation. So if you think about it from your ego mind's perspective, if you're awakening, it knows that part of the awakening process is it going away. So if you, if it knows that it's potentially going away, it's going to do whatever it wants. It can to keep you down because it doesn't want to go away all it knows is self-preservation when in reality this realm is not about that it is about soul's growth it is about soul's purpose and fulfilling those purposes for bringing out your soul and allowing your soul to truly guide you to where you need to be what is part of your uh soul's plan and but there are these two aspects that can really begin to get at us. And what I will tell you is that you, if you truly want to overcome these voices, whether it be a low vibrational entity or the ego, the fight is the exact same. There isn't much difference. There's a, I've been reading this book from a, a, a priest, an exorcist, a, a Catholic priest, uh, Father Chad Ripperger. And Dominion is the name of the book that I'm reading. And this priest, although the book is irrelevant at, for at this moment, this priest, this exorcist, he, he talks about he went to this one church that the, the Catholic church moved him around. And he went to this one church and all these priests came to him and said they were being overwhelmed with calls from people who need exorcists to help them. So he started to go through all these uh, calls for help. And he started to realize that these people don't need exorcists. They need to pray. And I will tell you this. While while Father Ripperger and I disagree on how to pray and what to pray, um, in in that he he's like, okay, it has to be this way and to this thing, you know, to this uh being. I'm a little different there. I'm like, you can just pray and you can get to what you're looking for. But the prayer doesn't have to be certain words that are said in a certain way and a certain order that we disagree on. However, we're both right. That's the thing. It is praying to God, to light beings, you know, asking for help, calling in your own guides. You know, Father Ripperger would never say call in your own guides. I would imagine he would not. But um, I guess that is an assumption on my part, and I apologize about that. However. 
The point is, we call in our who we feel most comfortable communicating with God, Jesus, Allah, whoever it is, a Buddha, and your guide, your own soul, even to help with raising your vibration. And as I said before, it doesn't matter if it's an entity that is trying to get to you or your ego mind. If the battle, the fight is the same. And ultimately what you need to do is call in or raise your vibration so that your soul, your true soul starts to step forward and your warrior soul self begins to come out of you. You want your light warrior soul self to really come out. And I've said many, many times that ego mind or a low vibrational energy entity, what they do is they try to pinprick you. So they will, voices is a pinprick. And typically voices will start out very small, typically, where you might only hear it a little bit. And that's the first prick. But if you focus on that prick, if you focus on that pinpoint, that like, for instance, I used to hear voices when I walked into my basement, that's the pinprick. If I focused on that, that voice that I heard every single time I went to my basement, that it would begin to snowball if I focused on it. And then they would, they would, if the process would be, if I focused on it there, then they would move with me. Then they would come. Okay, that's working. He's focused on us, guys. All right, we're in. So now we're going to come. Now we're going to start to talk to him throughout his entire house. And then once I focus on that, then, hey, we can go to his car with him. And then, hey, we can go to his work, you know, because I'm focusing on it. And the snowball is going. We must realize as quickly as possible where and when we're hearing these voices. And we must first make the choice. What do I want? What do I want to be? Do I want to follow these voices? And the voices could be telling us one or multiple things in they want to keep us sad. They want to keep us frustrated. They want to keep us or they want to hurt ourselves or someone else. You, How many of us know people around this world that are hearing voices and the voices telling them that they want to hurt themselves. And now what I will say is people that hear voices, many of us do, but uh, some of them are diagnosed with schizophrenia, bipolar, um, or depression, severe, severe depression. But what happens in these situations is we struggle with letting go. We struggle with not making it a focus. And that is where we start to lose the battle. Because all we focus on is that voice. And that's tough. But that is where we need to first make the choice what it is we want to be. We want to be Maybe we want to be happy. Maybe we maybe we don't want to hear the voice. Maybe or maybe we don't want to hear the voice uh, say negative things to us. What I will say is once you make the determination of what it is you want, 
And personally, I would say make the choice um, high or low. Like, I want to be high vibrational. Okay, beautiful. What is high vibrational? Because if you were to come to say, I don't want to hear that voice, I could never tell you or no one could ever tell you that you're not going to hear the voice because we don't know what that voice is. Is it an entity? If it is, okay, yeah, we can help get rid of that. You can. You are the ultimate warrior here. You are the one that holds the cards. But if it's your ego mind, what we need to do is rise above it. Like we have to get to, here's the middle point. We want to rise above to begin to inflate our vibration, to accumulate more light to work with the high vibrational aspects of this realm and ourselves, our soul, to allow our soul to come forward and be that ultimate guide that it is. Right now, when we're hearing these voices, one of these, they're so focused upon that these one entity or ego mind are holding all the cards. They're the, one that, they're the ones that have pinpricked us so much that we're so focused on it. It's like, you know, like a laser beam. You're just... I hear it. I hear it. I hear it. And, and, and we start to go a little, you know, we start to lose control. Okay. So this is all about regaining that control. How do we do it? First, you make the choice. Next, you have to understand that discipline is essential. And we can use people who have been, uh, exercised exercise, uh, you know, like had, those guys removed from them down there. Those guys removed from them um, as examples. And I'll tell you what, uh, I, I watched a, um, an interview before of a panel of people who had dark entities trying to get at them. And this is coming from someone that, that fights these forces regularly, regularly. I am fighting these forces. And because I get calls from people all over the country that are looking for help with entities or thoughts, you know, but, but I, even I start to notice a pattern like, okay, but you are not fighting. A lot of people that come to me hear the voices and they're like, you need to get rid of it. No, it is not anything. You are the powerful one. You are, and you must own that. And we do that by making the choice. We make the choice, I want to be high vibrational. Then you bring out that warrior. Okay, I want to be the I want to be the the um I want to be high vibrational. I want to remove these voices. Okay. Well, first step after we make the choice or second step after we make the choice is to never engage with that voice. If and 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 sometimes I liken it to you could think of this as you're in a car and you have somebody physically right next to you. And the whole day they're just talking to you and putting you down and telling you to do things. If you can, a physical representation might help you begin to understand that you can just begin to separate yourself. But just like the, the small pinprick that the ego or the entity used to get to you, the process in reverse is equally the same in that it takes time. It doesn't, it's not just a like be gone kind of thing. 
However, one of the first steps that I recommend you make is you make the choice, okay? And then two is you realize that you are the answer. You must realize you are the answer, not anybody else in this world. You, your soul, now you can include you as God, Jesus, Buddha, Allah, whoever you want. They can help you and they are part of you. Absolutely, because you are light. Nobody on this in this world. Now, and I will say this is we are not talking about possession. We are just talking about the voices. Possession is is when this whole series of processes that have already taken place and the entity is already inside of a person. But that's a process. And I will tell you right now, that is not a common thing. We see these movies that get get us thinking that it's more common than it is, but it isn't. And we need to realize that. There are entities that are trying to get to us, and I've worked with them all over the country, but there are absolute ways and and that you can make turn on your own light and remove them or begin to understand that you are the answer that you need. See, we part of that pinprick is to make you think that you are not powerful enough to get rid of them. That's not true. You are. Part of the D guy down there, part of his plan is to make you think that you are separated from God. That is a lie. God is in you. He's there. All the light that you need, all the power, all the tools that you need are already inside of you. But it is that separation that we think is so that is actually not so. You are powerful. And that is the second part here. One is make a choice. Two is understanding that all the tools, you are the answer. All the tools that you will ever need are already with you, inside of you. It is now your time to step forward and take those tools and to turn on your light. It is everything. And so many people that I have communicated with who hear these voices think that they need somebody else. And, and when I have, when I have these conversations with people, the first thing that I tell them is you need to turn your light on. And sometimes it take you know, it, like every process, it takes time. It's not going to happen overnight, but you need to push through. And I've had people reach out to me who who feel like or think that I am on call 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Like when you're here, a voice that you need to, you need to call me and that's not the case. Or you need to call someone else, a priest. That's not the case. This is where you need to own what it is that's going on with you and realize that you are the answer. Okay. Third step. Never, ever talk to that voice. You can hear it all day long. Don't care. I've heard it. 
I've been there. You never engage with that voice. If you do, that is an indication of focus, and it gives him a little bit of in. Whether it be ego or an entity, it gives them that in. You never talk to it. So even if you have started to talk to it and you get mad at it and frustrated with it, okay, you hear this now and stop. And I don't care if that voice is with you all day long and talking to you, telling you things. You do not engage. But now you have to understand that some serious work begins. And the serious work is discipline. You must be disciplined. So, okay, number one, you make the choice. Number two, understanding that you are the answer. All the tools that you need are already within you. It's your light. You need to turn it on. Three, you never talk to that voice. Ever. Don't engage with it. Ever. Okay? I know it's hard, but don't. But when you hear the voice, and this is where the discipline part comes in, as soon as you hear a voice that is trying to get you to think something differently, to do something low vibrational, or I'm sorry, think low vibrational, or, or do something low vibrational, you immediately begin self-positive talk. Now, this is where the prayer could come in, Okay. And absolutely, you can use a regular prayer like that you get at a church or um, from a religion, any prayer you choose, but it could be even a conversation with God. Immediately, when you hear the voice, begin the prayer. Begin the conversation with not a conversation with questions, but a conversation of I am love. I am light. I am all that is good. These are the tools that you need to begin to overcome those voices. Those I am statements right there. If you develop a little mantra or a prayer, whatever prayer you want to use, I'm just giving you the I am statements as my own prayer. You can understand that you are the answer. And the self-positive talk, those prayers, I, I consider prayer to be self-positive talk, those I am statements. That is where you're going to begin to close that pinprick, okay? It's going to start to go away because you are taking back your power. And you realizing that your light is your power. The job of the guy down there, the D guy, the, his job is to make you think that you are separate from God. That is a lie. He wants you to think that you're separate. That is not true. God is in you. The light, the energy of love, which what God to me is, love, that energy is in all of us. It is just that mask that he puts on downstairs or the ego mind makes you think because the ego mind, same thing. They want you to think that you're not part of God, that you're not in God's light. That is 100% wrong. And if you begin 
to understand and realize that the essential fact that you are God or God is within you. You are part of the light, the love. Again, you are the answer. You begin to take your power back. That is the answer. That is it in a nutshell. And granted, it's not easy. Absolutely not. And I put discipline in here for, for the understanding that you must be disciplined. You must be disciplined in the choices that you are making here. If your first choice is to be high vibrational, okay, and I get it. You could make the choice of like, I don't want to hear the voice. I don't want to. I don't want to do things that are low vibrational. I want to grow. Okay, excellent. So now you understand that you are the answer. You Now, when I say that you don't need anybody else, that's not to say that you can't reach out to people who can help you. For sure. Absolutely. It's always good to, to have friends around you that are supportive, who want to help, who know how to help. Or even if you seek spiritual um, understandings through someone like myself, like a spiritual light worker or teacher, Absolutely. You can do that. But to, but you must understand that in situations where you feel overwhelmed, you must begin to calm. Okay. And this is the next part of this. So again, you let's go through the steps. You make the choice to be high vibrational. You understand and begin to realize that you are the answer or that you already have all the tools. You never engage with the voice ever. And you begin disciplined, self-positive talk. Every time you hear the voice, you hear the voice immediately. I am the light. I am love. And you could do this in any situation. <clears throat> you could be anywhere doing anything and you hear a voice, you immediately in your mind, I am light. I am love. And I'm going to I'm going to give you an, another example here. I used to hear uh, I told you guys about the basement, right? So every time I would go down in my basement. I would hear the voices and after a year, how I found out how strong the ego mind is and how much it wants to fight to keep you down because it doesn't want to lose itself because it's all about self-preservation. I went to God. You know, every time I would go down there, I would just ignore it. And um, I tried ignoring, you know, that's how I went to it. And then eventually, after a year of hearing this thing, I went to God and I was like, I don't understand it. I'm very high vibrational, but why do I hear this voice? Like, because I thought it was the guy down there, but it wasn't. And God came in and he said, Chris, it's not an entity that's around you or even in your basement. It's your ego mind making you think it is. And that was so profound, but I share that with you now as your enlightening moment that, hey, just because you're hearing this doesn't mean it is an entity that is trying to get to you, but it is a consciousness and they basically are the same. In my opinion, your ego mind is a consciousness and it wants to keep you down. It doesn't want to lose itself. So understanding that they're kind of on the same level is important. Um. So, but I, here's another example. So once God told me that I understood and I chose to ignore it. 
many of you are many of you that are in this situation might be, you know, obviously might not have engaged with your spiritual self yet. So I tell you that now so that you can, you can talk to God, right? But never talk to it. Never talk to that voice. Always go higher. And you know, it's God because God is always love. God is always forgiving, accepting of love, accepting of who you are. And loving unconditional. Those are aspects of God. So anything that is not of that, because some of you will go, well, how do I know it's God? <laughs> well, that's what God is. God is love, unconditional, forgiving, accepting of who you are, of what you are. Anything that talks to you that is not communicating with you in that loving sense, you know immediately that is not something I want to listen to. Anything that wants to put you down, keep you down, not allow you to grow, you know you don't want it. You don't want any parts of. And that is a key distinction. And trust me, I have I have heard from both high vibrational beings and low vibrational beings. And you know, you know that uh, loving beings, you know when they're there. Like Linda's story. She knew because you could tell that they, that whatever it is, loves you and wants to help you. So now sometimes low vibrational or the ego mind might mask themselves as trying to help you by getting you to do something that you may not want to do or you feel comfortable doing. But that's where you, again, have to step forward. And the story, the movie, A Beautiful Mind comes to my mind at that moment. He, uh, if, if for those of you that 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 didn't see the movie, A Beautiful Mind, it's an amazing story. Russell Crowe, true story of this uh, professor, professor, this college professor that um, a very won a Nobel uh, Nobel Pulitzer Prize for some kind of math equation that he made, and it came out that he was schizophrenic and he was hearing voices he was seeing beings around him um uh people that he thought was real in the movie he had uh he eventually came to understand that oh i'm growing old but they're not they never grew old like me and these are people that have been around his his whole life a little girl and then uh a college friend he had and uh, some like military guy were the three characters that he would see in his mind that were that no one else could see, but he could. Now, what I will say is that I do believe some people with schizophrenia can see other dimensional beings. Not all, but I do believe some of them can. And definitely something that we need to be aware of. And I, I wish that that people uh, handled um, others that saw beings weren't handled with in the way that they are sometimes. However, I digress. Let's go back. My point of that story, A Beautiful Mind, and the fact that he was seeing beings is he began to realize that I don't have to engage with them. They, they, and, and they were, he saw them the rest of his life, but he understood over time is I don't have to engage. And he 
sold them, but he stopped engaging with them. And with the support of his wife, and he did take some medication, he got past it. He got over it. So that is an option. Ignoring. That is an option. But I had another situation where there was a group of entities who were trying to communicate with me, and they they were not good. And I had another group come in and tell me, because I was, I'm always of the fact of the sense of, listen, if I'm love, then I accept all. I accept everyone, no matter what, no matter how not good they are, I accept them for who they are. And, and because that's love. And with that, there were some times when I would be contacted by a group that's not good and they would want to talk to me and I'd say, I wouldn't engage with that group. I would go to another group and I would say, okay, if we're love, don't you think I should talk to them? Like we're accepting. And they were emphatic and they were, no, you do not talk to that group ever. Don't do it. And I'm like, and, and I was resistant to that, you know, because I'm like, ah, but we are love. We must engage. And they were like, nope, that is not the answer. You do not engage with any groups that are not here for your highest and greatest good. And that is absolutely one of my rules. And they, and they kept telling me, do not break your rule. You do it. You open up a door. It's not the only group you're going to have to deal with. And they're not here for your highest and greatest good. You do not want to engage with them. So I tell you, don't ever engage. Love them from a distance is how I like to phrase it now. Love them from a distance. I understand their their placement. I understand why they're here, but I love you from a distance. I don't want you around me. So what would happen, though, as I was going through this process, right, I kept hearing it. So this group would try to come in. They'd be like, all right, Chris, we're here. We want to talk. And I would almost be like, okay. And then the other group would come in and go, nope, no, 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 Chris, don't stop. Don't do it. So then it, they would go. And it was a war in my mind, right? But I never held on to, I never held on to the battle, you know, and that's what you guys have to do. You have to understand that you don't have to hold on to the battle. You call in your guides from above, whoever you trust, or you can ignore it, or you self-positive talk. I am light. I am love to raise your vibration. So here are multiple tools that you can use to begin that process of getting them away. And only after a little bit of time, because we're catching it early. Now, these are early stages of stuff. If you, if, and I was able to get rid of it pretty quickly. If you're in a situation where it's been going on for years and it's, and, and whatever it is, is in deep in your mind, the answer is still the same. The process is still the same. You just have to be more disciplined, if if you will, in fighting it that much more. Using the self-positive talk. Making the choice to be high vibrational. Okay, you hear a voice, you immediately ask yourself, all right, what is high vibrational at this moment? What can I do? Self-positive talk. Or calling in, God, God, I am light, I am love. Saying a prayer. You'll see... They'll start to the 
if you're getting this frequently, if you engage in this disciplined self-positive talk slash prayer, every time you hear it, let's just say for two weeks, you're going to start to see the effects going away because they ego mind or entity, either one doesn't matter. You're going to start to see that they realize their efforts are not working. Now, what you'll hear, there's a term, extinction burst, okay? Extinction burst is when there is a behavior or, and you'll hear that in uh, behavioral terms, um, or so it's a psychological thing. When you are getting a behavior to change, right? Right before the end, there's almost like this crescendo of, or a burst of more of it coming in. So you almost, from an outsider's perspective, you could feel, or from an insider's perspective, you could feel like, oh my gosh, I'm being overwhelmed with so much more activity. Like it's getting worse. I'm pissing it off. I don't want to, I don't want to keep going. Wrong answer. Keep going. Discipline. Because that could be the extinction, extinction burst. The crescendo is happening and you're feeling overwhelmed. Keep going, keep going, because that's just about to change. There is a quote, and please forgive me, I forget who said it. An older, like a, you know, not Ben Franklin, but but like a Thomas Jefferson or Franklin Roosevelt, I don't know. Just before the tide turns, or when you feel like you're at the end of the rope, please forget about tide. When you feel like you're at the end of your rope, Tie a knot and hang on because that's just when the tide will turn. It is such, there's such truth in that quote. When you feel like you're at the end of your rope, tie a knot and hang on because that's just when the tide will turn. Amazing quote and so true. He's basically referencing the crescendo of the extinction burst. Okay, whatever behavior you're looking at changing or whatever it is you're looking at changing, if you can get past that crescendo, that that burst, there is a deeper piece on the other side of that. And it is after that, obviously, not everything is smooth sailing. This life, our lives that we're living right now are not meant to be easy. We are meant to experience hardships for the purpose, for the purpose of your soul growing of you growing through them and how to handle those situations with greater peace, with greater love, with greater understanding that you are meant to experience it. Just like Linda Dyer, who was abused and her guides were like, Hey, you're meant to experience this, but if you can get past your childhood, you're going to be okay. Okay. She had to deal with it for a long time. And some of you may have to as well, much of your life. But you have to find peace in the journey. You have to find peace in the journey. The journey is all about rough seas, comings and going, the rate, the waves. It is not about this. Like, don't think anybody goes through life just smooth sailing. It not happening. Okay, not happening. So don't expect it. And yes, yeah, some of you guys have to fight harder. You know, in some situations. It's just the way it is. Accept your path. Accept your journey and find peace in it. 
absolutely 100% the answer. You are love. All the tools you need, everything that you want to feel, all that happiness, all that peace is inside of you. You have to now make that your focus. And that is how you come. That is how you get past that crescendo, that burst. That's how you get past all of this, by focusing on the love. So many of us who hear these voices focus on the voice itself. And that's where we make the mistake. We think that we shouldn't be hearing these voices. No, that is not the answer. That is not the thought process that helps. It's not a matter of whether or not you should be. You are. Okay, now how do I refocus? Focus on the heart space. You have to go in and you have to know that you are love and that all the love that you want is right here inside of your heart. We look at other people and they're like, they don't love me, so I'm not love. Uh-uh, no. You are loved by God. You are loved by light, by all these beings. And I get it. It's not always hard to find that, to see it. But if you're disciplined enough and you make the choice and you realize that you are the answer, you will find it. I promise you. And I am grateful for you allowing me to bring you this message now. Thank you very, very much. I appreciate you guys so much. And I hope that this helps. In these moments that you struggle with a voice and you feel so much is happening, I encourage you highly to begin the process of meditation. Meditation helps you with awareness. Once you are aware, you begin to pick up the pinprick at the moment that it happens so that it doesn't spiral. It doesn't snowball into this huge thing. And it will also allow you to stay calm in these moments that you feel overwhelmed. Ground your energy. Ground it. It is a huge aspect of who we are to ground your energy and not allow ourselves to be driven by these things that we hear or feel or see at certain times. And groundedness is helpful here. So in addition, in addition to discipline of praying or self-positive talk, ground. And that's my last one. Ground your energy. And what is being grounded? Grounded is knowing or understanding that your emotions and these things that we hear and see, external us or even internal us, do not necessarily have to drive us that we can make choices to be high vibrational and allow love to drive us. And if you can find that, not if you can, if you go in and make the decision to find it, you will. And always ask yourself, what is love? And try to be of it. The higher you raise your vibration, the more you will understand how powerful you truly are. I'll leave you with one last story. Over the years, I've been ghost hunting since I was 12 years old. Over the years, I've studied I've studied Exorcist, Lorraine and Ed Warren. I've read, you know, Father uh, Chad Ripperger. 
I've read, I'm reading his book. I've re I've listened to countless interviews he's done. I watched this um this panel before of people who were attacked by entities. Now these are actual entities that they were attacked who were literally getting scratched, attacked physically. House was getting um you know uh, cabinets things were moving in their house i mean it was like it was tough you know there was a lot going on with these people and they came out of it but they came out of it using these exact same type of um steps that i'm giving you here today they might list them differently but they're still the same and they came out so much more light-filled, so much more like, how do you say, light warriors. They are magnificent people who now understand the importance of being of light. And there was one that I can remember who said, I now understand the importance of prayer. But again, what is prayer? Prayer is whatever you want it to be when you're calling to God, love, light, peace. Doesn't necessarily have to be something you get at a church or, or anything like that. It is how you talk in your own way to God and light and love and how you be it. And I'll never forget that story. And I read a lot of them, and I read a lot of them for a very good reason, and that's because of these these fights that we have, both with ourselves, ego, and of low vibrational entities to help a lot of people all over the country through these times. But I've, um, I'm obviously not on call 24-7. You know, I do have a life as well. And I'm, I'm we're making this podcast right now so that you guys begin to understand what these steps are. And how to get rid of them. You are everything that you need. And God is within you. And you must realize that. And when you do, you'll understand that there is no force, none in this world that could ever touch you. If you're light and you own it, you own your warrior self, which is what this process is, calling out your warrior light self. You understand there is nothing that can touch you. Thank you so much, guys. I am grateful, and uh, I wish you have a great day, all right? Take care. I will see you all very soon. Thank you. Love you all. Bye.